0: In today's show, we're going to be discussing the latest Bitcoin technical analysis, as well as Sam Bankman-Fried jailed as the judge revokes his bail. We'll also be discussing, you've got to be kidding me, Cameron Winklevoss' response to Barry Silbert's motion to dismiss the Gemini lawsuit, as well as U.S. Bitcoin ETF approval can see North Americans ETF volume rise to 99.5%. Let's go. We'll also be discussing two catalysts which can catapult the Bitcoin price up by 410%, predicts hedge fund veteran, Mark Yusko, I'll be breaking down his outlook, as well as the latest seven figure price prediction from the one and only Max Kaiser. quoting him here, Bitcoin has already and will continue to outperform everything else so spectacularly by 100x or more that anyone holding fiat, stocks, bonds, gold, all ish coins, property, etc. will be literally impoverished. I'll be breaking down this 100x price prediction. In fact, he even says 300x path from here, own it, or have fun staying poor. We'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market, all this, plus so much more in today's show. Yo, what's good crypto fam? This is first and foremost, a video show. So if you want the full premium experience with video, visit my Rumble channel at cryptonewsalerts.net. Again, that's Crypto News Alerts. .net. And welcome everyone just tuning in. This is pod episode number 1369. And I'm your host, JV. Today is August 12th, 2023. Let's kick off today's show with our market watch. As you can see here on your screen, we've got the Bitcoin price action back in the green, maintaining 29400 We also have ETH back in the green, trading back above $1,800. And checking out coinmarketcap.com. The current crypto market cap sits at $1.17 trillion, with $18 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with the Bitcoin dominance at 48.7% and the Ether dominance at 18.9%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, we got Thor Chain leading the pack up 14%, trading at $1.25, followed by ApeCoin up 7%, trading just above $2, followed by Pepe up 7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, you can see a sea of green with Rune leading the pack up almost 15%. We got Ape up 7% and Pepe up 7%. And checking out the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, one of my favorite indicators, shows we're currently rated a 54, which is neutral. Yesterday was a 51, last week a 50 neutral, and last month a 57 in greed. So there you have it. Welcome to everyone just joining us. Let me know how your Sat stack on Saturday is going thus far and how many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto. Make some noise in the live chat. And with that being shared, now let's break down today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out what's popping currently on the... Charts. As we can see here, Bitcoin's further ground down volatility into August 12th as astonishing Bitcoin price action stayed in place, which you can see here in the Bitcoin one hour candle chart. Data from Cointelegraph and TradingView followed a flat Bitcoin trading environment as the weekend began. And after displaying only muted reactions to the week's U.S. macroeconomic data prints, Bitcoin held firm near 29,500, which is a key battleground between the bulls and the bears. And quoting Dan Crypto Trades, expecting just another classic week and chop around the CME closed price. Let me know if you agree or disagree. That price is roughly $29,465. The lack of movement throughout the week, meanwhile, surprised long-term market participants, including crypto analyst Mikalvin Napop, Pop, Quoting him here. Extremely astonishing PA on Bitcoin lately. I am still favoring the upwards momentum to come, and I think we have bottomed. plus are not getting that heavy correction. If we lose $29,000, however, then I'll be a buyer at $28,200, flip $29,700, equals party time. Well, let's get this party started, shall we? And quoting Martum, he says another massive long position, this time on Deribit. Now for monitoring resource material indicators, the Binance order books signaled that the range-bound status quo would likely endure, quoting them here, volatility might start perlocating as the near-weekly open close still feels like buy the dip, BTFD, sell the rip conditions. Let me know if you agree or disagree. And analyzing the lack of volatility on the King Crypto, the trading community reason that an equally powerful return to trend should result Quoting them here, Bitcoin approaching a historic three-week compression levels above the 20 moving average, said analyst TechDev and also shared a chart showing the Bitcoin price behavior following similar episodes of the past. These totaling just 4 since Bitcoin's creation, incredible crypto responded, historic compression leads to historic expansion. Imagine looking at this chart and thinking, yeah, 10,000 incoming. God candle, send it. He also says a ticking time bomb till their extinction. So bring it. How many of you are currently bullish on that King crypto? Let me know in the comments right down below. Now let's discuss the latest of what's happening with Mr. Scam Bankman Freed. He had his bail revoked and actually was sent back to jail, believe it or not, for allegedly uh tampering with witnesses on multiple occasions. I guess that would be Caroline Ellison. Let's break down this story. We have a lot to uh, uh cover, naturally, and welcome to y'all just joining us here on another fabulous Saturday. Let me know who you are and where you're tuning in from. So yeah, uh, Sam Bankman-Fried back in jail. The federal judge reportedly revoked the former FTX CEO uh, following the release of information of New York Times reporters in an alleged attempt to intimidate witnesses. Can't make this stuff up, folks. According to reports of individuals present at the August 11th hearing in the U.S. District Court of the Southern District in New York, uh, Judge Lewis ordered uh, Bankman-Fried, bail revoked, suggesting he will be held in jail through the end of his two trials for fraud related to his activities at FTX. Prosecutors have been pushing for the revocation of Bankman Freed's quarter billion dollar bail, which had kept him out of custody since his arrangement back in December of last year. Now, the judge reportedly said Bankman Freed's interviews with New York Times reporters resulted in sharing information with the likely intent to hurt and frighten former Alameda Research CEO Caroline Ellison, his former colleague, and girlfriend. Bankman Freed's legal team confirmed he had provided the reporters with some of the published info, which led Kaplan to impose a gag order preventing extrajudicial statements related to the criminal case. And assistant U.S. attorney Daniel Sassoon reported cited Bitcoin Freed's violations of previous bail conditions, which included a message on the Signal app to FTX U.S. General Counsel Ryan Miller in January using a VPN for his internet activity and releasing information to reporters aimed at intimidating ellison trying to silence her ultimately quoting them here in view of the evidence my conclusion is that there is probable cause to believe that the defendant has attempted to tamper with witnesses at least twice as outlined right here and again you can get the full details uh from the show notes below the video in the description uh on your own accord and quoting mark cohen uh he said just because the defendant was more subtle than a mobster doesn't mean it's okay it's enough for the court to conclude detention is appropriate if he is unlikely to abide by his jail uh, conditions. So at the end of the day, I'd love to know your thoughts on the 12 criminal charges which he is facing, which is scheduled to begin in court in October of 2023, which is right around the corner, and could continue to March of 2024, which is interestingly enough, which would be the time of the Bitcoin halving, which is now less than nine months away. And how does it make you feel? Do you think this is good that he has uh, been put back in jail after allegedly tampering with witnesses and threatening them. Let me know your honest thoughts. It almost felt like at some point that this guy had a get get out of jail free card from Monopoly. And no matter what he did because of his connections with his parents and uh, Gary Gensler, the chairman of the SEC, that he can get away with anything. So it's good to see that he is paying uh, the consequence uh, for his crimes and doing all the illegal activity. And it seems to be catching up with him. But let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. Now for the latest regarding Barry Silbert versus the Dewe- Winklevoss twins and the uh, the charges, uh, which are. Uh, going on right now with the lawsuit. Now, the legal drama between Winklevoss Twins and Digital Currency Group CEO Barry Silbert is continuing as Winklevoss responds to Silbert's latest move. Silbert and DCG, the parent company of Genesis, filed a motion earlier in the week asking the court to dismiss the lawsuit arising from the debt and crypto exchange Gemini, says it's owed to users for their EARN program. How many of you have been affected by the Gemini EARN program? Let me know in the comments. Now, Cameron Winklevoss, who co-founded Gemini with his twin brother Tyler, says, says that Barry Silbert and DCG's motion is filled with carefully crafted statements that are incredibly revealing, quoting him here. For example, they claim they've had virtually nothing to do with the Gemini Earned Program. This is a direct admission that they did, in fact, have something to do with the Gemini Earned Program, LOL. They also claim that they owned no duty to Gemini to correct the allegedly false misstatements of Genesis. You've got to be kidding me. When a company you own says you wrote a $1.1 billion check check that you know you didn't write. Yes, you have a duty to correct this. Sorry, but this doesn't even pass the giggle test. Gemini Earn enabled customers to loan their crypto assets to institutional borrowers to earn interest. But the Winklevoss twins say that when Genesis became insolvent, it defaulted on $1.2 billion worth of assets that belonged to 232,000 Earn users. Meanwhile, Gemini filed the suit last month, claiming that silver and DCG fraudulently created financial reports to trick their credit and maintained the illusion that everything was in order. So there you have it. How do you think this is likely to play out? I think it's sad ultimately for everyone who had their funds in the Gemini Earn program, just trying to earn some yield. And now their funds have been ultimately frozen or seized. And I just pray that the investors get their funds back and that Barry Silbert and the Winklevoss twins do the right thing and take some responsibility, especially considering their net net worths. And let's not forget that the uh, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, which is the GBTC, product, which is owned by Genesis. That's ultimately the father company. Uh, they control uh, over 400,000 Bitcoin, making them the largest holder. And next up is publicly traded company MicroStrategy, which controls what roughly 152,000 plus BTC. So very interesting uh, to say the least. Now let's discuss uh, the Bitcoin spot ETF, followed by 150,000 price uh, prediction by an asset manager, followed by the latest predictions from Max Kaiser and his three million dollar price prediction as I transcribed his most recent interview that he did, making these multiple seven-figure price predictions. And then we'll dive into our live Q&A. And again, welcome to everyone just joining us. Make sure to say hello in the live chat. So here we have it. North America can see its share of the global trading volume for crypto-related ETFs grow even further if spot Bitcoin ETFs are approved in the US, according to Bloomberg analysts. Now, this comes after the US SEC issued a delay letter regarding ARC Invest's app for a spot Bitcoin ETFs ETF, which I covered in great detail in yesterday's episode. Just FYI, if you missed it, check it out. In a widely anticipated delay, the SEC is asking for new written comments on the Spot Bitcoin app. Some of the issues raised by the commission include the suitability of Bitcoin as an underlying asset of an ETF and the resistance of Bitcoin to price manipulation, amongst other things. Now, the ARK Invest Spot ETF proposed by leading asset management firm ARK Invest in conjunction with Swiss-based 21 shares would give investors indirect exposure to the king crypto, now, this recent setback has raised questions about the fate of the spot Bitcoin ETF apps of the other asset management companies, including BlackRock, the largest asset manager in the world, as well as Valkyrie, Wisdom Tree, etc Now, in the event that the spot Bitcoin ETF apps get lighted by the SEC, Bloomberg ETF analyst Eric Valchunas said that the North American region may see its percentage of the crypto ETF trading volume reach, 99.5%, send it. And according to his post on X, North America currently accounts for 97.6% of the total crypto ETF trading volume in the entire world. Quoting him here, if and when spot ETFs come out in the US, this will likely go to 99.5%. And in another post, the Bloomberg analyst disclosed that most of the best performing equity ETFs in 2023 are crypto related, lo and behold. And at the top of the list is WGMI and Valkyrie Bitcoin miners ETF with a year to date return of a whopping 227%. This actively managed fund invests in public companies and the Bitcoin mining industry, including Riot, Bitdeer, Cypher Mining, etc. And given the positive performance of these mining firm stocks, it is in no surprise that investment products like WGMI are doing well. Other top performing crypto-related uh, exchange-traded products on the list include VanEck Digital Transformation ETF, a year-to-date return of 182%, also the Global X Blockchain ETF, which has returned 168% thus far in 2023, and the Bitwise Crypto Industry Innovators ETF also up roughly 168% year-to-date. Now, in 2022, also keep in mind, Grayscale Investments sued the SEC for rejecting the application to convert its flagship product, GBTC, into a spot Bitcoin ETF. And according to Nathan Gerasi, president of the ETF store, the financial judgment in the lawsuit could prove pivotal in the race for Bitcoin ETF, quoting him here on the delay of the ARK Invest ETF. It all comes down to the outcome of the Grayscale lawsuit and the SEC's view of question number 4 here, referring to the fourth subject the commission is seeking to comment on. So earlier in March, Grayscale argued against the commission, questioning the logic behind allowing Bitcoin futures ETFs while disapproving similar spot Bitcoin funds, which makes no sense, especially considering they want to pretend like they're doing it to protect investors as Bitcoin futures ETF is equivalent to gambling and does nothing but damage the investors. Just FYI. But subsequently, the Grayscale legal team submitted a letter in July urging the SEC to approve all eight applications for a spot Bitcoin ETF. So there you have it. Which ETF app do you feel will likely get approved first? Do you think it will be the largest asset manager in the world, BlackRock? And what are your thoughts? Do you think they're all likely to get approved at or around the same time, like a domino effect, which can usher in mass capital? We're talking about a total addressable market of hundreds upon hundreds of trillions of dollars, which will have the green light to pour directly into the king crypto. Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And now let's break down the latest from Mark Yusko and his $150,000 price prediction before jumping into the latest from the one and only high priest of Bitcoin, Max Kaiser. So here we have it. Morgan Creek Capital founder Mark Yusko is naming two catalysts that can send the price of Bitcoin flying to fresh all-time highs. Let's freaking go. In a new Kip Go News interview, Yusko says Bitcoin will likely surge on the back of its upcoming halving event and the possible approval of a spot, Bitcoin ETF, quoting Yusko here. I think this has having a $100,000 Bitcoin will be the fair value. So fair value will create from 55,000 today to buy the next having next April, May, call it June. Let's call it the middle of the summer next year. $100,000 will be fair value, but we won't go to 100,000. We'll get to 100,000 and then we'll have speculation. Now, how much speculation? That depends on the approval and the timing of the approval of a spot Bitcoin ETF and where we are in the adoption cycle and how much of that $300 billion is coming in. It depends on the amount of leverage that allows people to increase their buying power. And I think the leverage will be lower this time. And so let's say we blow through that $100,000 and we're at $150,000 per coin. That seems reasonable to me. So somewhere between $100,000 and $150,000 per Bitcoin. Now, Bitcoin currently trading at roughly $29,400, a move to Usco's upper range target suggests a 410% rise for Bitcoin from its current price. Usco also says that U.S. financial advisors using ETFs control roughly $30 trillion. So an allocation of 1% to Bitcoin would have a huge impact on BTC, as he shares here. It's a $30 trillion market that its advisors use ETFs. Let's say they do one-tenth of 1%, which is $30 billion. That's not that much. That's not going to move the price of a $500 billion asset. It's not a $500 billion asset of free float. Free float is maybe $100 billion, maybe. So $30 billion on $100 billion, price is going to go up. It might not be one-tenth of 1%, but what if everybody did 1%, which isn't even outlandish given it's the best performing asset of the last three years, last five years, and for the last decade and since inception 14 years ago. So if I'm an investor or I'm a fiduciary of investors as an IRA, I might have to put some percentage of Bitcoin if everyone else is doing it. So at that point, what if it's 1%? Now we're talking $300 billion on $100 billion of free float. That my friend is a big, big move. Like huge. So there you have it. What are your thoughts surrounding his prediction that Bitcoin is likely to rise to 100 to 150,000 at around the time of the next halving, nine months away? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments below and to watch this video he did, check the show notes as well and you can find it right there. And now for our main featured story of the day, the latest and greatest from the one and only Max Kaiser. The the fearless Bitcoin leader himself, predicting Bitcoin likely to rise at least 100x against everything else from here. And like I mentioned earlier, I transcribed his most recent interview he did with Swan because I couldn't find it, find it publicized and it was that good. And I wanted to share this message from Max Keiser with each and every one of you here in the show. So let's start with some uh, quotes and then I'll share the latest from the interview as well. So here's Max Keiser quoted saying, Bitcoin has already and will continue to outperform everything else so spectacularly by 100X or more that anyone holding fiat, stocks, bonds, gold, all ish coins, property, etc., will literally be impoverished. Now with the Bitcoin price, let's just round up and say we're at roughly 30,000 today. 100X from 30 grand would mean uh, $3 million per coin. Please correct me if I'm wrong. That's doing the math right here in my head. He also recently shared that 300X path from here, own it or have fun staying poor. Now 300X path is that roughly roughly a $9 million Bitcoin price. You guys let me know if my math is correct. Now for this transcription of his recent interview, which is talking about the price action right here that he did with Swan. And I just made this post on Twitter. It's already going viral, getting a lot of love and share. So thank you all for the support. So anyways, uh, here's what Max had to share. With Bitcoin, it's kind of the end of price discovery because everything will be priced in Bitcoin eventually. Facts. Everything goes to zero against Bitcoin. And so for someone like myself who has been following this for 40 years, the finance markets, technology, Bitcoin is the holy grail. It is the end all. Preach. I would say my compatriot in all of this is Michael Saylor. When you hear Michael Saylor talk, he talks about the aesthetics of Bitcoin, the beauty of Bitcoin. And he speaks about it in a way I think that carries the torch from the Max and Stacy from 2011. Shout out to Stacey Herbert. He started buying it, I guess, when it was $10,000 or $12,000 or so in the 2020 era. So we were there from 2011 to 2020. I think he's kind of carried the torch from 2020 in a lot of ways and introduced Bitcoin to massive pools of capital. I am surprised that more companies haven't followed his lead, giving the upbreak in inflation we have had exactly as he predicted it. The melting ice cube, as he called it at that time, is exactly what happened. Facts. Well, I guess we can now say now we're now in the era where BlackRock and these other major institutions are now looking at Bitcoin. So his work on the institutional level, I guess, is bearing fruit now three years years later, I see in the Middle East, they are starting to recognize Bitcoin. So that's a huge pool of capital. I think all that oil money will find its way into Bitcoin and be a huge catalyst for higher prices. It is a natural way for the oil industry to diversify their portfolio because Bitcoin is essentially energy and the energy eventually gets priced in with Bitcoin. And there is a marriage between these two in a big way. So I think that's kind of the answer. I have always been fascinated by price discovery and markets and the architecture of how markets work under the hood. And Bitcoin is such a pristine, perfect money. And I think it is something that humans have been searching for since forever. And now we're seeing it change society on a really fundamental level with the introduction of Bitcoin. So a lot of people are freaking out because of it, because it destroys the status quo. And a lot of people have been waiting for it to come along, have had the faith that humanity can be saved. They see Bitcoin in those terms. So you have this split going on, which is very exciting. It just continues on and on. How could you not be interested in it? I think the people who were into it earlier and walked away just never got it from the beginning. Example, Roger Veer. Now, once it's categorized as an asset class, we have nothing to do except position ourselves in this asset class, Vax. Either we are going to have a small position or a big position, but we cannot ignore it. We cannot not have a position. Now, listen very closely closely here. So even 1% of that multi hundred trillion dollar funds available moves the needle on Bitcoin and it moves it up considerably. So if we get into the five to 10% range, then you start to really see it raise ahead of the seven figure type predictions that people have been making, including myself, because it is an asset class. But on the flip side, we have what we saw in the gold market, which is the ability to control price discovery and manipulate prices. And it's real through the derivatives market. So the price of gold has... Has been lagging inflation for 20 freaking years because the governments around the world don't like gold making their fiat money look bad facts. So they make it easy for the huge funds to manipulate the price of gold and to scalp it to continuously skim profits off of gold, which is what they do almost every day. You can watch it and see it. It's pretty clear. And they are very good at keeping the price of gold and silver down. There's something like for every ounce of silver, there's probably 50 ounces worth of derivatives floating in various exchanges around the world that are used to keep the price of silver down because governments don't want gold to race ahead to draw capital out of their fiat money scam into gold. Now with Bitcoin, we have the ability to pull our private keys, which is not really available with gold. Technically, people can take delivery of gold on these exchanges, but there has never been an organized attempt to do so. We tried to do it for years ago, or we did try to do it years ago with the crash J.P. Morgan, buy gold and silver, because after the 2008 financial crisis, when J.P. Morgan ended up buying Bear Stearns effectively for nothing, they inherited this multi-million short Position on silver that Bear Stearns was managing, and at the behest of presumably the government. The government likes to stay involved. And so I did some calculations, and it became clear that if this short position was not covered and the price of silver got to 60 or 70 bucks an ounce, it would bankrupt JP Morgan. So we started this crash JP Morgan buy silver campaign, and we got the price of silver from $15 up to 50 bucks. So we got it up like the old Hunt Brothers $50 level. And then the Fed, of course, came in and they changed the laws overnight to make it possible for these banks to have and carry much greater short positions in silver. So they printed up a lot of paper, silver, derivatives, and they stopped the run on their bank and the price went back down to $15 or so. So we have seen that it is possible to force capitulation in the silver market, but at the end of the day, because the ability to pull private keys is not like it is with Bitcoin, I don't think it will ever succeed. Whereas with Bitcoin, you can pull your private keys. Very powerful words coming from Max Keiser, and there you have it, predicting a multiple seven figure price action, as outlined here, in bolded, if we got five to ten percent of these sovereign funds in the total addressable market, aka like the ETFs, etc., putting their funds into Bitcoin, we can see a multiple seven-figure Bitcoin price. Let me know if you feel that's likely to turn into fruition. And let me end it with another Max Kaiser quote: "Bitcoin is an absolutely scarce mathematical commodity that interacts with humans' global unconscious." preach. So there you have it coming directly from the high priest of Max Kaiser. What are your thoughts surrounding his 100x price prediction as uh, Bitcoin continues to go up as the purchasing power of the dollar is guaranteed to go down? Let me know your honest thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode. Hoddle.